We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I know we're talking about if and if and if and if and if because that's what we're talking about when we're talking about spring training here with the Atlanta Braves. John Friggy with you. If you're looking for Andy and Randy, they will be back tomorrow. Uh, I am here till 2 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, taking your calls at 404-726-0929 and talking about the Atlanta Braves with you. And look, I, I come from a place where, to me, the Braves are the best team in baseball. I said last year they were, the, I thought, clearly the best team in baseball. I still think they're the best team in baseball. Can't really know, I uh, guess, uh, 100% because... There are some questions about both them and the Dodgers. It's one and one A. I don't know how good Yoshi Yamamoto is. I, I have no idea how his game is going to translate. I know how good Shohei is. I get that. But I think from a player for player, roster through roster, I, the Braves are still the best team in baseball. And they may actually be clearly the best team in baseball. We'll see how this plays out. They're, this team might have the best rotation in baseball. They might have the best bullpen in baseball, the best infield in baseball, and the best outfield in baseball. They may be the best at every one of those. Oh, and their DH, he hit 40 home runs and drove in 100 last year. They may be the best at everything. I mean, you got the best player in the game in Ronald Acuna Jr. in right field. Michael Harris in center field. If he takes that advice to heart that he got last year and starts acting like he's the best center fielder in baseball, you may have the best center fielder in baseball. I already think Michael Harris is one of the top ten outfielders in baseball. Is he take his game to the next level? Jared Kalenic now in left is a guy that was considered one of the top two or three prospects in all of baseball and just never developed. Now he's going to be in Atlanta, which is a hitter's environment, in a lineup where he's surrounded by guys that can hit. Everybody hits. Jared Kalenic could be a breakout star for this team. Austin Riley is right there, maybe the best third baseman in the game. When you're talking about having the best individuals, yeah, I know that Freddie's a great first baseman, but well, how many home runs did our first baseman hit last year? What, 53? Something like that? I'm, my God. Is Sean Murphy the best defensive catcher in the game? Yeah. Uh, is your second baseman maybe the top three second baseman in the game? Yeah. Could he be the best? Yeah. I, we're talking about a team that from – a positional standpoint has potentially the best in in everything. That's how good they are. <laughs> now they just got to act like it. Let's talk some Braves here. Uh, Michael joins us. And by the way, none of this is hyperbole or me being a homer or overstating things. I'm just telling you what I think is a fact. Hey, Michael. Hey, hey John, how are you? 
good. I'm I'm looking at a team that I that on paper looks like it could be a super team, or am I just uh, a homer who's on, you know, too many weekend drugs, hungover? Hey, um, I I I got the feeling, me too. Um, I love our team. Um, last year was disappointed with uh, how we got popped out by Harper, no doubt. I do think um, that was the catcher job to do to stand in front of the home plate as Harper crossed like McCann did Gomez years ago. Only one had something to lose would be Bryce Harper because you can Phillies couldn't play without Bryce Harper. We could afford to lose a catcher on that situation. But as far as Willa Cooler goes, for me, Bryce don't have to decide don't have to do anything right now with his contract. because uh, we want to win a series without him. So you really you really know how to do it. Do it except for save good face, and we and we see that Braves don't, you know, as at Double A doesn't really uh, try to save face when it comes to contracts. No, you don't. You're absolutely right. They control him for another five years, and he signed the contract. The other part of this, Michael, is I mentioned to you that you know. Uh, there's going to be a hundred million dollar a year player in the not too distant future, right? Yeah. And by the time he gets to age thirty, if you don't do something fairly soon, or at least begin to do something fairly soon, at some point he's going to become okay. Look, fine. I asked you. I told you I wanted to be a brave for life. You didn't. I'll finish this contract out. But at age thirty, you, I, I, I'm leaving. I'm gone. I'm and not I'll. I'm I'm sorry, John, but I, I think that clock started now. I think you said age 30. I think he's thinking that way at age 27, to be honest. <laughs> well, but the Braves have him under contract for five more years. Yeah, I mean, he can't do true. anything until he's 30. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but he could, but he, he could walk at age 30. Yeah, if I'm him, that's yeah. what I do, by the way. But he's the one who said he wants to be a Brave for life. I, I think partly yeah, because it's easy to get back home. It's it's a quick, easy flight for him to get back home. I think he likes Atlanta. Right. Ozzy's obviously, you know, he and Ozzy have a special relationship, and Ozzy's got a long-term deal. I think they want to play together. They, I think in a perfect world, I think both of them are thinking that they'd like to play together the rest of their careers. So I think there's a lot yeah. of reasons that, that Ronald Acuna will want to be a brave for life, and he's got enough money. But, you know, at some point, you know, does he feel spurned? And you don't want that kind of – the only – there are only two things that are going to happen – well, that's not true, but – I mean, you can have underperformance, but injuries and uh, and dissension kill your team. And if it's World Series or bust, you don't want injuries and you don't want dissension. And dissension comes in the form of disrespect, or some players feel like they're being disrespected. And you disrespect Ronald Acuna Jr. by not at least engaging in conversation with him. Yes, that's correct. That's the, that's the one player that you do that to. Uh, also, they met free as well. They. You know, that's the guy who won the World Series. He's a pitcher out on the mound who won the World Series ring. So, uh, that's kind of that's, – that's a real tough one for me, but I, I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I look, I'm excited too, Michael. I appreciate it. 404 Let's go to Tyler. We're talking about the Atlanta Braves with you today. It's our first deep dive into the Braves. You can pick a position. You want to talk about the starting rotation. You want to talk about Acuna. You want to talk about – expectations you want to talk about new players did they do enough in the offseason that's a, a question i think they did by the way but, but i could be in the I minority i could be wrong i think they did too i just think that 
really and truly, I think Austin Riley just needs to have a little bit of attitude like, like Harper has and, you know, like a controlled attitude to where if somebody punks out your shortstop round and second, that he stops them before he gets to third and says, we ain't going to deal with that. And I think that's Yeah, you know what, is. Tyler, that's exact. that's what I, that, that, when he said uh, Sean Murphy, I was thinking that. I was thinking, yeah, it should have been Austin Riley. Austin should have made him run around him at third base. Right, and just tell him we ain't going to roll like that, and that will just ignite the team. I mean, Acuna's the best player and tangible-wise, but there's certain things that you just can't measure, and that's just a little bit of attitude and a little bit of edge. And I think once they get that, and it needs to be Riley, it really does. But I appreciate y'all taking my call. Thank you, Tyler. I do appreciate it. Yeah, the Braves, uh, again, this starting rotation could be some kind of special. Charlie Morton's way, way up there. I mean, <laughs> they bought him. What's he going to be, 40? Uh, they bought him back up uh, and uh, put him in the starting rotation. And, again, ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all be going to the dentist. But you put Chris Sale in there. If he is, again, if, if, if. If Chris Sale is Chris Sale, if Max Fried is Max Fried, if Spencer Strider is Spencer Strider, you have the best one, two, three in baseball. Then you've got Charlie Morton at four. You have Bryce Elder. You still have A.J. smith Shaver. They look at Hurston Waldrop and think he could be a star here. You still have Enoa, Ian Anderson, Darius Vines, Alan Winans, Dylan Dodd. I mean, there are lots of options here. Plus, and I know some fans have said, hey, go get a Blake Snell, uh, go get a Jordan Montgomery. You could do that if you're the Braves and you want to. I don't see them doing that, not because Blake Snell wouldn't be a great addition or Jordan Montgomery wouldn't be a great addition. It's just that there's no reason to do it now. Alex Anthopoulos is the kind of guy who we all know this about Alex Anthopoulos, do we not? That he's the kind of guy that if there is an issue, he'll make big changes at the trade deadline. He revamped the bullpen. He revamped the outfield. He, he did all that stuff, right? He was a trade deadline. So Alex looks at the first part of the season and doesn't worry about it so much. And so he's not going to worry about fifth starter at all. So they're, he's, they're not going to – they're like, huh, what? No, we'll worry about that in August. You know, in middle, late August, we'll worry about that. And then, then that's when Alex goes to work. Uh, let's go to, oh, I love this, Spartacus. There you go. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> Good, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, I think my issue, well, I love the Braves. But my issue is not the season, because I think they're going to do great in the season. It's the playoffs. Right. That's the only concern. Is Acuna going to show up? Is Olsen going to show up? Well, this is the argument that Alex Anthopoulos can use for Ronald Acuna. And this is the argument I would use for Ronald Acuna. Hey, you had the one of the, if not the greatest offensive season in the history of the game last year, correct? Correct. You yeah. are 26 years old, correct? Correct. All right. Uh, you have five years left on your contract, correct? Correct. What did you do in the playoffs last two years? Nothing. Okay. Here's what I need. Here's what I need from you, Ronald. Okay. You want to be. You've said you want to be a brave for life. I will make you a brave for life this time next year. But I want to see one thing from you. Not only for you to duplicate what you did in the regular season, which I need you to do, but I need you to do something and be that MVP guy in the postseason too. You do that. I'll make you a brave for life. Oh yeah. Do you think his his playoff is the same thing as, as Rodriguez? In what regard? His playoff stats. Well, I, I, because I know that one whatever, year he's got none. 
I mean, it doesn't really have playoff yeah. stats. I mean, he was a cheerleader on the World Series team, and and yeah. they got knocked out. They got knocked out in the first two rounds of, 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 of first round of the last two years. He's got he's got no playoff stats. You know, go back for a second, no, Sporticus. Go yeah. back, uh, go back to the the Glavin Smoltz Maddox, right? Okay. Yeah. The most consistent. You know, of the three, who was by far the best postseason pitcher was John Smoltz. Yeah, of the three in the po- the postseason, he was the best of the three in the post. One of the problems, of, one of the reasons the Braves only won one World Series is that the Greg Maddox, the regular season, didn't show much, didn't show up in the postseason. He was not a postseason guy. We did not, you know, Smoltz was Smoltz was great, not so much Greg Maddox. He was lights out in the regular season, oh. but don't be that dude. Don't be the don't be Greg Maddox. Don't be I'm a Hall of Fame. Great player, and Maddox is a Hall of Fame great player who doesn't show up at the postseason. I need Ronnie to. That's why my answer to him about Brave for Life is yes, this time next year. But you got to show up in the postseason. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for for letting me come on. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Let's go to uh, Tony. Hey Tony, welcome to the show. How are you today. Hey John. Hey, how you doing? All right. Um, you know, it's interesting. I said the same thing about Ronald. Acuna a few months ago in the morning team, kind of like, ah, nah, nah. And my concern was that it's simple, no big deal. I love Ronald Acuna, but it's almost glaring that he is the only one of the Braves basically that has a translator, Freddie Francesco translator up there. I mean, the guy's in his 20s, he can learn the language. It would serve him well. It just looks a little awkward. Yeah, I don't, again, I don't, I think, here's the thing. You could say, I, I want to be clear. There are people who, Tony, there are people who say, "You live here. You have to speak." The, no, no, oh, no, you don't. You know no, that, no, that, don't, there's a difference between. That. Hang on, but Tony, right? Let me. So we clarify here. Let me clarify for you because I'm going to speak your language here. Some people <laughs> only hear. Some people only hear what they want to hear. Okay. So when you talk about this, when I say this about Matsuyama, or I say this about Ronald Acuna, or for that matter, Shohei or anybody else, you don't have to learn English. I don't. I couldn't care less if you do or not. I don't care. Steve Carlton and Dave Kingman, there was an old joke about those two. Do you know who I'm talking about, two great baseball players? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's an old joke about Steve Carlton and Dave Kingman that's true, by the way. And it was when I was a young man in CNN and sports in the 80s. The day is the day that there's one baseball game that's the only thing going on. Steve Carlton throws a one-hitter, and Dave Kingman gets the hit. And the joke was that neither of them spoke to the media. Now, I don't care if you speak to the media or not. I'm just saying Kingman and Carlton never spoke to the media. Never. Ever. They just refused to. There are no Dave Kingman interviews out there. Steve Carlton, they never did it. I don't care if you do or not. I don't care if you speak Spanish or English or anything. I'm just saying you're costing yourself an enormous amount of money by not doing so. Yeah, let, let me add this about uh, Ronnie. I don't know who his agent is. Clearly it's not Scott Boris, but... I'm a little concerned with what has happened with Dansby and Freddie that Ronald, I mean, Alex pretty much said they are, they're a little reluctant to tie up one-third of their budget on one player. And I don't know, unless Ronald signs another team-friendly contract, I don't think that he will be a brave for life because with that talent, there are going to be other people courting him if he maintains his level of uh, play. And uh, I, I think the only way it will happen, I don't know who his team is, who are those guys around him. I love him. I'd love to see him be a Brave for life. Uh, my other comment is uh, I think a couple of Braves last year were forgetting kind of overachieved with 
you know, shortstop with Orlando. And I think uh, the one guy who should be in camp who's not there, Marcelo Zuna, who should be there now, um, I think he kind of underachieved and overachieved. So I think we need to make sure. I think we've got a great team. I kind of like the projections that we are, you know, the, the, the leaders in the power rankings. But I still have some concerns that there were some players who overachieved. Even with Matt Olson, it's kind of hit or miss. I mean, he gets a lot of strikeouts. But I, I, I'm glad the guys are there. I support them 100%. But let's realize I'm a little concerned about getting rid of Grissom. Uh, but I like what we get. I'm just concerned that some of the guys overachieved. No, and that's fair. I mean, I, you can you can make arguments. I guess I I think that Orlando Arcia is an All Star shortstop. I think he proved that throughout his career. Is he a great, 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 great? You know, I mean, no, but I think he's an All Star. I was in hit forty and a hundred. <laughs> Remember, he used to jack that up. One of the reasons we got him is because he used to do it to us. The dude can hit. He, by the way, he had a better year than Solaire, believe it or not. And I love George, but. Yeah, Kalenic is another guy that uh, could just have a breakout year. See, you have to keep in mind, you're in a hitter's park, right? And you're in this lineup. So if you're those kind of guys, you get pitches to hit because they don't want to pitch to Matt Olson. They don't want to pitch to Ronald Acuna. They don't want to pitch to Austin Riley. They don't want to pitch at times to Michael Harris. And, you know, I mean, this is like, okay, we got to pitch to somebody, right? All right, you, dude, get fastball, hit it. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about the Braves today. We've got a lot of Braves talk. Anything you want to talk about the Braves? Did they do it right in the offseason? What about Ronnie's contract, Brave for Life thing? Uh, what are your concerns like the previous Tony? Stay right there, 404-726-0929. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Like I said, we hold ourselves that we hold a different standard than most organizations. And that's what separates us and... Um, I think we need to get everyone focused coming to spring training. Like, hey, this is, this is, you know, we're all steered the bus. So um, it's going to be another fun year for sure. World Series or bust, A.J. Minner, very clear. 
But as you used to say, say it with your chest. I mean, you're, you're hey, you got to get everybody in here as well as series of us. No, no, no. Uh, AJ, sometimes wouldn't you love it if a pirate stand up there and say, let me make this clear to everybody in this clubhouse, on this team, in this fan base, we are here to win the World Series. It's World Series or bust. We cannot have what happened in the in the postseason the last two years. We're the best team in baseball. We got to go out, act like it, play like it, win the World Series. End of story. No more. There are no excuses here. And this team is good, by the way, on paper. Well, they're good on the field too. I mean, we know how good they are, and they're rounding into their own. I mean, this is one of the great things. Alex Anthopoulos. I, I have said this, and I hope he's not listening. He's down in Florida. Braves play their spring training opener, by the way, this Saturday against Tampa. So I'm pretty sure he's not listening to us, and he's not listening to me right now, which is good, because I, I don't want him to hear what I'm about to say. Alex Anthopoulos, to me, is the best sports executive in the world, in any sport in the world. He's the best sports executive in the world in any sport in the world. That's how fortunate we are. That's how much respect I have for Alex Anthopoulos. And by the way, just so that you know, I have a lot of respect for other people in this town too and have had a lot of respect for other general managers that I've worked with alongside, team presidents that I've worked with and alongside throughout my 45 years in this business. He's the best I've ever seen. I, 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 I don't know what else to say. He's the best I've ever seen. Just is. This is a guy. The, the, what are the preview? 404 Let's talk about the Braves. The, the, the previous caller, Tony, said, hey, listen, you know, I have some concern, which is fine, by the way. I have no problem. This is all great. It's fine. It's perfect. You, you want to have concerns. It's, it's all good here. But the Braves are so confident in Orlando RC at shortstop. Let me remind you what they did in this offseason. Well, first off, they let Dansby walk year before, right? Because we got confidence in Orlando Arcia, who did make the All-Star team. And so if, if Alex Anthopoulos says I have confidence in him, then I, I kind of run with that. In this past, they let Dansby walk, you know, a year ago. And in this offseason, what happens? They trade away Vaughn Grissom in the deal that gets uh, Chris Sale here. Oh, they also traded away Braden Shoemake and Nicky Lopez, for that matter, in the deal that got Aaron Bummer here. The Shoemake was in that deal. They traded away all their shortstops. <laughs> Dansby, Vaughn Grissom, Braden Shoemake, Nicky Lopez, anybody that can play shortstop is gone. Your backup is like Luis Guillermo, who's like a kind of a vagabond. You know, he, he's he's a player. He's just a roster filler. Uh, and maybe they go out and try and upgrade the, the backup position, you know, middle infield backup position. But Guillermo's a good fielder. Not much of a hitter, but he's a good fielder. Uh, so, you know, maybe you can just get away with that for a little while here. And maybe you get a Nicky Lopez kind of thing happening for you. But they traded away all the shortstops, let, let their star shortstop, their local guy, the Marietta High School guy, just walk and go to Chicago with his girlfriend, his soccer-playing girlfriend or wife, or I guess they're married now. But look at who's not on the team anymore. And it's like, oh, they're cheap. Are they really cheap? Because one of the signs of a great executive is knowing when to get rid of a player. Look, they gave Mike Fotonevich how many chances? They gave Michael Soroka how many chances? Kyle Wright, they said, look, Kyle Wright, we'll trade him to you. But he, you know, I mean, he immediately is out for the year. And so no Soroka, no Kyle Wright, no Vaughn Grissom, no Jared Schuster. 
No Braden Shoemake. They're all gone. And we're going to fill in and backfill here with other people that are rising stars or they're healthier. I, I think the man knows what he's doing. And so I trust him. He's built a roster here. Isn't it going to be fascinating to you to see how good Chris Sale may be? If he turns, if you get two years of Chris Sale at the old Chris Sale, oh my God, this rotation is going to be insanely good. Aaron Bummer, Aaron Bummer comes in here and and had struggled a little bit, but Aaron Bummer comes in here as a guy that all the baseball people go, including Anthopolis. If he ever gets on the right team and in the right situation, yeah, and he may be on the right team in the right situation. Same with Jared Kalenic. Where you know he's one of the top three prospects in all the game, you know they put him in the right team in the right lineup. Suddenly, Jared Kalenic's going to be out there in left field for this club. And how many left fielders have we gone through, huh? Right? Maybe we finally found one. And and by the way, that's not to take away anything that anybody's done in left field. Duvall did fine. Pilar did fine. The box truck didn't do so well. We all loved Eddie, but you know it's time. And so here's Jared Kalenic getting a shot here at left field. What if he turns into a guy that suddenly does pop with 35 home runs? And he can he can play defense and he can hit and, and suddenly you put him next to Michael Harris who does go next level and becomes the best center fielder in the game along with the best player in the game. Oh my God, the outfield is insanely good. Isn't the infield insanely good too? How many guys on this team right now in the starting eight are potentially Garrett Chapman, Jared Kalenic, Michael Harris, Ronald Acuna Jr., Matt Olson, Ozzie Albies, Orlando Arcia, Austin Riley, Sean Murphy? Your starting eight. How many of those guys, if they have a good first half, are going to be worthy of being on the All-Star team? I'd say each in their own right have a chance of making the All-Star game. Will they eight all, is correct. Will they eight. all make no, it? No, I'm not no, saying they're all going to make not. it. <laughs> no. But all have a chance. But eight is correct. <laughs> eight is correct. That's the correct answer. All eight. <laughs> all eight. If they have the kind of start that they, you know, individually, uh, yes, all eight are All-Stars. All eight. Oh, and by the way, the DH could be an all-star. Oh, and by the way, the backup catcher could be an all-star. <laughs> Not to mention, uh, how many of these guys, if they have a good start, uh, Garrett Chapman to the first half of the season could be uh, all-star worthy? Max Fried, Spencer Strider, Chris Sale, Charlie Morton, Bryce Elder, you know, I, any of those guys? Or, I'd say oh, the, no, the answer's all five or all six. Well, I'd say the first two. I'd say the first two. <laughs> Bryce Elder had a, a magnificent you're start telling me, last Wait, year, you're but... telling me Chris Sale goes out there and goes 11-2 and two with uh, 145, 150 strikeouts? He's not all-star worthy? <laughs> John. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. I, I mean, let's temper our expectations. I'm not, I'm not going to – I don't want to put that – Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not – no, hey, man. stop, stop. Okay. No, I'm not tempering no. – I'm expecting Chris Sale to push 20 wins and uh, over 250 strikeouts this year. That's why you paid him. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I expect that. At his best, he's one of the top five pitchers in the game. Yeah, I expect was like to see top five Chris John. Sale. That was 2017, 2018, 2019. I know he's gone through, but again, he is healthy now. Okay. Now, I can't project that he's not going to – I mean, he doesn't have a fractured finger. His ribs are fine. You know, he's not going through COVID. I mean, he didn't. He doesn't need Tommy John surgery anymore. I'm, I, I am projecting that he's going to stay – I cannot predict injury. I know that right now Chris Sale is healthy. That's why they traded Vaughn Grissom for him. And signed him to a two-year deal for nearly $40 million. Now, Charlie Morton at his age – but Charlie's just, you know, sly like a fox, you know. And, yes, I, I don't know who the fifth starter is. I get that. And there's a lot of guys campaigning for that job. But Chris Sale's not campaigning for fifth starter. Chris Sale's pushing for number one starter on a team with Max Fried and Spencer Strider. Let's be clear on that.
Bryce Elder. Isn't it interesting? Boys and girls, moms and dads. The most, I think, in a way, the most interesting name on the pitching staff to me, down in spring training, is Ian Anderson. And the reason that it's interesting is I just laid out for you. Stop and think. Michael Soroka. You go back to Fulton Evich. You can go back to Tuki Dusant. Uh, you can go through Kyle Wright. Right, guys that were there was a time where we thought Michael Soroka was going to turn into, yeah, of course, the injuries. I understand you get two Achilles. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. Kyle Wright. There was a time where Kyle Wright was like, oh my. Alex Anthopoulos says, okay, I can see where Mike Fulton Evich's stuff. There was a year, the the Fulton Evich year, where he was, how good is this guy going to be? And then he just melts down in that uh, playoff game against the Cardinals, that ten ten nothing one out game, and is never the same dude. And he's out there screaming about how uh, well the uh, the gun up there is wrong. I'm it, it's seven miles an hour slower than I'm actually throwing it. Oh, okay. Uh, and so he knows right when a when a pitcher's done. Is that fair to say that he knows that Alex Anthopoulos is pretty well aware? He'll give pitchers chances until he knows that that, yeah, that we've seen peak and he's never going to be that guy, right? Do we give him that credit, Garrett? Would you say that's fair? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. So in the case of Ian Anderson, isn't it fascinating that they haven't quit on him? They've seen what he's capable of doing in the in the postseason. I mean, the dude has some good in him. Um, I think he got a bit of the yips last year, and then of course he got hurt and and it had to well put it all to get back together. But you know, I, I think a full off season, getting healthy, getting his head right, I think it could be very good for him. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's he's kind of fallen off the the, the expectation list, hasn't he? Yeah, he, no, he has. You're right. That's why I think he's fascinating because he's fallen off the expectation list. But the Braves haven't given up on him. They still have expectations. Alex Anthopoulos has expectations of it's, Ian. Anderson. It's also because they can so afford see- to. They can afford to have those sorts of well, expectations. Well, I understand. For him. Well, I, I understand that, mm-hmm. but there's no reason to give him time and and attention you well, you've got young pitchers out there you know like you know Hurston Waldrop everybody and AJ Smith Shaver you know you got guys that are coming up here by the way this bullpen one of the questions I'm gonna have for for uh Grant is am I missing something or is this bullpen actually great I think this bullpen could be Again, healthy, but I literally think the bullpen is the best in baseball. It could be great. Now the closer's got to be the closer. That's the one thing. All right, uh, quick break. We're talking Braves, 404-726-0929. Your chance, you weigh in here next. Matt, stay with me, and uh, you'll be first up here. Let's talk about this team. Did they do enough in the offseason? What are your expectations as they go to their spring training opener this Saturday against Tampa? You know, it's so funny because growing up, I never thought I'd become spoiled as a Braves fan. But over the last 30 years or so, ever since 91, when everything turned really around, you know, and and here came Ron Gant and David Justice and Tom Glavin, John Smoltz, and then, of course, the eventual addition of Greg Maddox, Dion and Otis in that 91 team, right? Which was just the beginning. of I, I had no idea, as much fun as that 91 team was, that we would have had a 30-some-year run 
with how many times has this team won 100 games? I don't know, 8, 9, 10, 100 win seasons? But the problem with all the incredible success, how many division titles? 20-some-odd, right? The problem is two rings. That's the problem. For as great and – because with the exception of those, like, last years at Turner Field, those last three, four years, the Freddie Gonzalez years, when we were just getting the beginning of Freddie Freeman, right, that we had B.J., Melvin, whatever the hell, Upton, and Justin Upton, and Jason Hayward. I I go back to that outfield. B.J. Upton, and then – I think he wanted to be Melvin, but we'll call him B.J. B.J. Upton, Justin Upton, Jason Hayward. That outfield on that team – we all sat around here and said, oh, my, that would be like 2014 or something like that. We sat around here saying, oh, my God, how great is that outfield going to be? Now compare, and I'm not trying to throw shade at the Uptons. I really like them. Or at Jason. Do you think that B.J. Upton, Justin Upton, and Jason Hayward are remotely in the universe? Uh, Ronald Acuna, Michael Harris, and Jared Kalenic. Because I, guys, I tried to tell you how much you were going to love Sean Murphy. I tried to tell you how much you were going to love Matt Olson. I'm going to tell you how much you're going to love Jared Kalenic. And you're going to love him. You're going to go, ah, oh, you mean it's not just that next guy? It was, yeah, no, <laughs> he's 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 that dude. He's going to come in here and do a Sean Murphy. He's going to do a Matt Olson. It's going to be the same thing. He's going to get into a situation that is far better. He's got raw talent out the yin-yang, and he's going to do far better. Like you saw the best of Kevin Pillar. You saw the best of Adam Duvall in a lot of ways when they played for the Atlanta Braves because they're in this ballpark, in this franchise, in this lineup, and that's what you get with Kalenic. So did they do enough in the offseason? If Chris Sale is Chris Sale, which I hope he is, if Aaron Bummer does the same thing as Kalenic, then they did more than enough. 404-726-0929. Let's go to Matt. He's been patient, and I appreciate that. Hey, Matt. Hey, sir. All right, so I got a couple of things. Uh, number one on the uh, Ronald Acuna extension. You know, uh, Alex Antopoulos never seems to like to go past uh, 35 years. And, and the other point of that is uh, got to worry about uh, Ronald's psyche. If he's going to get discouraged when he's uh, not getting paid as much as he thinks he should get paid. So, I mean, honestly, I think the best option would go ahead and give him an extension for 40 to $50 million a year until he's 35 right now. Yeah, but there's no – again, there's no reason to. All right, let me let – me, I understand where you're getting at, but what's the motivation for the Braves to do so? Oh, um, like you said, another hundred uh, – another player in the next two or three years can be getting $100 million a year. And Correct. If, probably five. But yes, time, he's wanting even more. So if you go ahead and do it, he'd be probably more satisfied with forty to fifty a year right now than if somebody gets another huge payday and him wanting you know seventy five until he's thirty five. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I see where you're going with this. You have him under contract for five more years, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So if I again, I, I, you have to. I think you have to address. This is just my opinion. Again, I'm not Alex Anthopoulos. He's the greatest executive. I'm just a guy like you talking on the radio. Um, the the desire to be a brave for life. You have to address it with him. You can't ignore it. Any and he wouldn't. And I would sit down and say, look, you are the best player. You have the greatest offensive season in the history of the game. 
I think you're the best player in the game. I think that we would like to keep you for, as you said, brave for life. There's one flaw in your game, one hole, something that's missing. I need to see postseason because you haven't shown up. You weren't. You were. You were injured. Not your fault. But you weren't part of the the second half or the World Series run at all. You were waving a towel. You didn't do anything against the Phillies two years ago. You didn't do anything against the Phillies last year. I need to see you do this in the postseason. You go out and give me that, then this time next year, I promise you, I will sit down and we will have a serious discussion. Magnus Sports is what uh, Garrett Chapman tells me is his representative. Uh, we'll sit down with Magnus and with you and have a serious discussion about a long-term deal. Does that work for you? Matt? Oh, we lost Matt. Uh, guys, again, this is the way I work. You, you're welcome to stay on and talk. You don't have to, unless his phone just faded. I was just kind of kind of laying up. That's what I would do uh, as far as Acuna is concerned. That's what I would tell him. And then I'd rework it, you know, and I would have a discussion about that. But, you know, and by the way, they may not say that. They may just look at him and say, yes, we understand you want to be a brave for life. We'll talk to you in two years or three years. you got five more, you know, where – We'll talk to you at the end of the 20 – let's see you duplicate what you did. This, at the end of the 2026 season, we'll sit down. So we'll, we'll three more years. <laughs> Your last two years of a deal, we'll talk. They may say that, by the way. And if you say, well, then Acuna might pout, dude, he's not – he cannot afford to pout. If he pouts, he's going to cost himself the potential because if he pouts and you're the Braves, you go, well, guess what, Mr. Powder. You got two more years left on your deal, and you you can't be a child about this. You have to be a man. You sign the contract because you have to remember. Everybody needs to know this in life. If you're in your twenties, you need to know this. It's never ever what you are worth. Okay, it's never what you're worth. It's only what you can negotiate. Okay, that that is a fact of everyone's life in any contract. It's never what the contract value is worth, whether it's fair. It's only whether or not you can negotiate more. Right? Let's go to Scott here. Scott saw with John. Hey, Scott. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. How you doing? I'm pretty good. <clears throat> okay, so one of the questions that you asked was, did the Braves do enough? And I would like to ask you specifically what you mean by did they do enough to win the World Series? Did they do enough to improve the team? What specifically do you mean by that question? Both. Both. Did they do enough to improve the team, and did they do enough to win the World Series? Okay, fair fair enough. Well, the reason for the purpose for my call is, um, you know, last season – I tune in to just about every single game that I could. And, you know, there are questions of, is this team the best team ever? Is this team the best team ever? Which was a fair question at the time. But, um, you know, I watched the Phillies bully ball us in the, in the, in, in the postseason. And then I watched the Dodgers spend an exorbitant amount of money to get better and add some superstar talent. So, to me, this season is going to be defined by the postseason once again. And, you know, I have some major concerns if we have to face the Dodgers and or the Phillies in the postseason again. I don't know if you saw the Phillies are already starting to talk trash to us again 
And I feel like yeah, they're in right. our heads, and I just don't understand why our bats go cold, and when we face them, we forget how to play baseball. Yeah, neither do I. This is why I just we I we I walked you through the hey hey. Um, by the way, uh, Ronald Acuna, you got to stand up and deliver in the postseason here. Where where, where were you? You know where you been right, here? Right. Go, Greg Maddox, be here. You know, I mean, no, I that, it's legitimate. This is world. That's why I wanted AJ Minner when AJ Minner. I I agree. Say it with your chest. You guys got to go out there and own it. Put it out there. Own it. Speak it into existence. Yeah, I, there is a demand here that they do better in the postseason. I just went through 30 years, uh, over three decades of incredible success, except for one little you know, soft spot when they were kind of resetting there under Freddie Gonzalez there at the last few years of Turner Field. This team has won 20-some-odd, how many? 23? I don't know, 22. I mean, how, it's just been, it, it, it's been ridiculous how, how well they've done, and two rings is not acceptable. Do we have do we honestly have leadership on the team that if we face the Phillies again, they're going to step up and say we're not going to go out like this? Like we're going to go down swinging because last time, I mean, yeah, they swung the bats, but I mean, we got to have some kind of leadership that says, uh, uh-uh, uh, we can't do this again. You know, we can't play like that. Who, who yeah, is I'm not that? the locker room another year, so I, you know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a fair question. It's an unknowable question. We're not in the locker room. Nobody is. Uh, you know, did, did they miss the leadership of Freddie? Maybe. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, again, I'm not in there. So I can't say how the team does that. I think, uh, no, it's, it's, just, it's just frustrating, that's all. Because, I mean, I know. to watch this happen with the Phillies yet again, I mean, that's where it's going to be, be defined this season is when we have to face them. Or the Dodgers, because let's face it, the Dodgers got a lot better too. Oh no, the Dodgers are great team on paper. I, you know, and I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Garrett, I, I'm not trying to say that the Dodgers aren't a great team on paper, but I'm not sure that the that the Braves didn't get. Dodgers spent a lot of money. Look, they got you know an incredible you know freak show of a talent in Shohei Otani. I assume that Yamamoto is going to be great. You know Tyler Glass now. I mean they they went out and got some they got some serious all stars superstars on their team to add to their team. So did the San Diego Padres. How did that work out for them when they spent all that money? It didn't work out so great, did it? So uh, and for the Braves, the three players, the three key players that they got, Chris Sale, Jared Klenick, and Aaron Bummer, at their best, if all three are good, that's three. They're all three all stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but the thing is, the thing that we have to to keep in perspective is teams like the Mets The Mets did this last year. The Phillies are doing it. The Dodgers are doing it. They're making all of these moves, and Braves fans are, are, are some of them are, are out there, oh, my God, like the, the, the Braves aren't making moves. No, those teams are making moves to catch up with us, not vice versa. Like, we're not trying to keep pace with anybody. The rest of Major League Baseball is trying to keep pace with us. As soon as the Braves put it together in the postseason, which they did in 2021, and I'm confident that they'll do it again, this, this team is a shoe-in for a World Series title. They have been the best regular season team in the National League East for the last six years. Six years in a row they have won a division title. All right? Nobody else in Major League yeah, Baseball right. can I know, say that. I, I know. Look, you don't have to talk me through it. I know. I, know. I mean, they, they I'm had, just telling it to all the callers This is the history there. of the and, – but, but I understand. And, and, and you're a bit of a younger fan, uh, Garrett, and, and it's not your fault. You just are. And so some of the younger fans – our history, okay, going back to the 90s, 
for those of us who, if you're in your 20s, didn't live through the 90s, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but at the same time, it was incredibly frustrating because that you had a once you had okay the greatest three man pitching rotation in the history of the game. Individually, they're well, obviously they're all in Cooperstown, and individually they were the three best pitchers in baseball. Individually, not just as a group, they were the three best pitchers. Individually, they were one, two, three. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, and yet, we couldn't get any clutch hits. The, the offenses, you know, they just would, you know, okay. And then we just had some really bad breaks, like, and did some dumb things like turning the Canadian flag upside down. <clears throat> if you don't know what I mean, put uh, Braves uh, Canadian flag upside down. Because... <laughs> In the, I'm in the press box, and they come out with the opening game of the of the Blue Jays, and the Canadian flag is upside down, right? And somebody, because it's quiet in the press box, and we're getting ready for the Canadian national anthem, somebody at the press box yells out, "Oh my God, the Canadian flag is upside damn down!" At the top of his lungs, <laughs> we all looked down and went, "Oh no!" <laughs> became our Billy Goat, became our Bertman. 404-726-0929 let's talk Braves here if you're hanging on be patient I promise I promise if you do uh, we'll have a conversation and I will get to you I promise that Uh, Sports Radio 92.9 T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.